When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Sarah Beth Pollock. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Undead Walking Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and yeah, it's been a minute, guys. It's uh, It's been an unexpected hiatus from the podcast, um, and my apologies on that. Um, unfortunately, I had a little bit of a technical issue with one of my computers. Um, yes, I have multiple computers because I use laptops because I'm always on the go, and I uh, the one that I have designated my podcast computer, the one that has all of my editing and, and recording equipment on it, uh, decided not to work anymore. And that's my designated work computer also, which was challenging. And uh, so long story short, I had to, to have it repaired and it's a little bit on the older side. And um, <laughs> because since work doesn't pay for my computer, I got to choose which of my computers I wanted to use for work. And, and so I used my older one so I can use my newer one for my stuff. So yeah, I had to wait for the, uh, the people to get me a new battery and it took a little while. It took longer than they thought it would, but eventually it got fixed and, um, probably could have bought a new computer for the price of the the repair. But you know what? I like my computer. It's pink really cool. I actually really love this computer because it is pink and, um, not like just rose gold or, you know, metallic pink. It's, it's like bubblegum pink and it's my favorite thing in the world. So obviously I was going to work to make sure that I could get this computer back. So anyway, that was the reason for the unexpected hiatus. And, um, now we're a week, we're, we're just a couple days actually out of, um, the end of Fear the Walking Dead season six, and there's a whole bunch of news coming for uh, World Beyond, for The Walking Dead, uh, for Fear the Walking Dead. The cast is doing all sorts of of amazing things. Um, Today we just got uh, word of all of the Emmy submissions that AMC is making for the cast, and so there's a lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to break it down into little chunks, though, so we have lots of little podcasts to listen to, because I don't think anyone needs to listen to me drone on for 40 minutes. So we're going to keep this one short and then we'll just do a couple of, uh, a couple of catch up episodes for the next couple of days and, and weeks. And, um, you know, as we're getting all this new information, so bear with me. Um, and I'll have Adam on again, cause obviously we love Adam and love when Adam can join us and yeah, yeah. So 
let's uh, let's jump into it. Obviously, Fear the Walking Dead season six uh, finale was this past week, and um, <clears throat> it was it was a big episode. It was it was a huge week for the show and for just everything that was going on. I mean, it it, it brought the the season to kind of the conclusion that I think we we all kind of knew as soon as as this this submarine washed up on the beach. I mean, submarines are nuclear, and so there's always the possibility that there was going to be some kind of connection to the the warheads on there. But the key was obviously, you know, the key that uh, that the bounty hunter had been wearing uh, was the key, and then the key that Morgan had that he gave to um, that he gave up to save Grace's life, essentially. Um, that was, you know, that was the key that, that launched these, these nuclear missiles. And so these warheads landed, um, kind of the last, the last few scenes of, of the finale were these warheads landing. So there was the, the, the first one and everybody kind of made it out of that one. And then there were the three subsequent missiles, uh, strikes, landings, however you want to call it, because I'm not entirely sure what the, the verbiage is for nuclear weapons landing. Um, but the key, I think, and the thing that's really important to remember, because I, I had kind of teased this before about watching that movie called The Atomic Cafe, and I had seen this movie several times in the course of my educational career. And, um, you know, I mean, they used to test nuclear bombs in the Nevada desert. I mean, this was something that was done, you know, with audiences. And, uh, this is why we have movies like the Hills have eyes that freak me out. Um, because there are, there, there were people around, there were things happening and, you know, nobody was really thinking about the fallout. I mean, they kind of did, but they, they also didn't, um, you know, two nuclear bombs had been dropped. Um, atomic bombs had been dropped, uh, during world war two you know, there was a lot of subsequent testing. A lot of countries were testing these things once they developed the technology. So it's not unheard of for nuclear weapons to go off. Uh, We don't see it as much now, but back in the 50s and 60s and, you know, all the way through the arms race of the 80s. I mean, that was a huge, a huge thing that people used to deal with was, you know, the arms race and all of that that was going on. So uh, nuclear proliferation treaties, I can give you all sorts of acronyms because I took classes on these things and it's fascinating stuff, but it was really interesting to see how this would play out because, you know, obviously in the, in the apocalypse, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And the fact that, you know, all this stuff, this nuclear, the nuclear stuff is just sitting there. And that's, we saw that with the, the, the reactor meltdown with Grace, you know, she was trying to, to save people because of this, this meltdown, but you leave the, you leave the store, um, unminded and things are going to happen. You know, people go off to fight, to defend for their lives in the apocalypse. And they left the nuclear silos and, and missiles and submarines and ships. And, you know, they, they left all of that unattended. I mean, there's, they're not going to sit there and say, well, I need to, d- to defend this because it's the right thing to do. It's, it's, quite the opposite. You need to survive, you know, and that's, that's kind of how, you know, when we realized that Riley was the one who had ties to this ship, you know, that obviously he was fighting for survival too, and, and decided to, um, 
you know, join in with, with Teddy and his, his mission. So it is what it is. But a lot of people were talking about, you know, the, the way people were surviving this thing and, and the way the blasts work. And so much depends on your distance. I mean, it looks like you're closer. I mean, if you've, if you've been to Las Vegas, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. You know, it's like it's you're standing at Caesar's Palace and you're like, you know what? I can get to, I don't know, Excalibur. It's not that far. Well, it actually is really far, but your perspective is kind of thrown off because you're in the middle of all of these things. So even though the mushroom cloud looked like it was close, it's hard to say how close it was. The proximity to the blast is what determines your chances of survival of the initial blast, right? right? There's, the, there's the heat that comes from the, the, the initial, that's the initial uh, reaction is that there's this massive heat blast and then there's the actual physical blast and that's the sand and the, the destruction and the, the wind blow, you know, the, this gust that comes up and, and just, just decimates everything. So yes, Strand was in a building where the, the windows didn't break. Well, he might not have been as close as we thought he was because those missile, those, those mushroom clouds that are generated by the, the explosion, they can be seen for miles. And so just because you can see them doesn't mean that they're actually as close as you think they are. So there's a lot to that. Um, you know, the fact that Grace and Morgan and Rufus and, um, and the baby were taking, taking shelter in the, um, you know, under a truck that can save you from the initial blast. That's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You can be in a, in a cellar like Sherry and Dwight, you can be in, um, you know, you can, you can be in these places where, you know, the storm drain where June and, and John Dory senior were hiding. Those were all adequate places to ride out the initial blast. Remember, back in the 50s, if you, if you did actually watch the Atomic Cafe, you'll, you'll see that they, they bring up a lot of these propaganda films and so-called educational films that were shown. I mean, my mom used to talk about them. Like they, they, they showed those things in the, in the 50s and 60s where if you saw a flash of light, you were supposed to duck and cover right away in a doorway, whatever. And it's like duck and cover from a nuclear bomb. Like that doesn't make any sense. But that's what they told people. It was it was escaping that initial heat and uh, the heat and the blast, and, and that depends on your proximity. The challenge of surviving a nuclear blast comes in whether or not you can deal with the fallout, and that has everything to do with the proximity. That's why you can have people survive. Uh, you know what happened in World War II with with Nagasaki and, and Hiroshima, like that. Those are those are those are the reason like the people who were who were killed were in the the blast zone and then the radiation is what caused a huge a huge number of deaths because you can't escape the fallout it's all over you and that's what you know having grace present explaining to morgan when they met back in season five i mean that was her whole thing was you know you have to get all your clothes off you have to you can't you're contaminated now it's all contaminated so you have to escape that. And the challenge that, that I think will be coming in season seven, if there's not like a massive time jump, the challenge that's going to be faced is that the survivors need to survive the fallout. And that means getting the hell out of Dodge as best as possible. Now, the group that left in the helicopter are probably the, the most, uh, 
the ones that were outside, of all of the people who were outside, they have the best chances because they're in a vehicle, they can get away from it. Um, obviously, Alicia is in a safe spot because she's in a bunker. But as you come out of these places, the, the places that you were hiding, that's when you're really going to have to deal with this. And, and that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So um, super excited to see how that it all plays out. I'm really glad that we don't have to wait too much. They're in production right now. And we should have season seven uh, later this year, probably in October. So um, really excited about that. And uh, as far as the other shows go, we know that, that production is, uh, it looks like production might be wrapping up on, on World Beyond. Uh, seeing a lot of stuff on social media that, you know, the cast is, is moving on to other projects. And, uh, you know, so they're, they're filming. It could be that, you know, casts are doing other things hard to say. We know that Met, uh, Annette Mahendru is uh, just signed on to a new project. Uh, she was talking about it in her social media. So there's there's a lot going on. So it's really exciting. I'm, I'm guessing that they're going to run World Beyond with Fear the Walking Dead the way they did last year. And that'll be nice. That'll make for a really nice uh, end of the year for the fans. Uh, but I think what everybody's talking about right now is these... Uh, you know, The Walking Dead's going to be doing these 11 weeks of reveals until season 11 premieres in August. And uh, the, the first, kind of the first big reveal, as, as we're awaiting the trailer, which should be coming soon, um, is these photos. And I think these photos are really, uh, they're really interesting. We've got the, we've got, not only do we have photos, but we have the um, synopsis of season 11, which kind of talks about how Alexandria has all these new people and they're trying to to rebuild and uh, find a way to support all of the people who are living there. And that includes Maggie's group, who are henceforth known as the Wardens. Um, but like I said, these, these photos are really interesting. And you've got these walkers in what looks to be like a subway car. That's kind of cool. Um, what's interesting about that image is that there's light coming from above. So either that subway car is outdoors or there's some kind of power situation, which makes you wonder, like, where this is taking place. You've also got the the group that's kind of stuck with the Commonwealth soldiers. You've got uh, Princess Ezekiel, Yumiko, and Eugene, and they're sitting around a table in kind of a fenced-in area. So they're still together, but they're also, it looks like they're being held captive. Um, there's a picture, it's, it's, I, I actually really love this picture, of... Uh, Melissa McBride with, um, so you have Carol, you have Kelly, and you have Magna, and they're out, it looks like Magna's ready, she looks like she's ready to do some climbing, actually, um, but seeing these uh, incredible women from the show is, is kind of neat, and uh, last but not least, the, the final photo shows uh, Maggie and Daryl, and Dog is there, and Alden is there, and... Um, Interestingly enough, if you look, if you're looking at the picture, Maggie's facing towards the camera and right over her left shoulder is none other than Negan. And so it's a very interesting, um, it's interesting that they're, they're on a mission of some kind together and they're, they look to be in a tunnel. It looks like there's, uh, there could be some tracks on the ground. So that could kind of tie into whatever it is that's going on with the, uh, the, the subway car. So they could be underground at this point. Um, so, so yeah, so it's, it's really interesting to see how, how they're kind of 
tying this in and, and, and there's some new faces in the crowd. So it'll be interesting to see how long we get to, uh, how long if, if we get to meet them at all. Um, so yeah, so those are some of the big things that are going this week. I will say the, uh, the other big news came out yesterday that, uh, Norman Reedus is going to be getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And, uh, that is absolutely amazing news. Uh, you know, very well deserved and it'll be, it'll be fun. I think, uh, Gail Ann Hurd is also getting a star, which is very appropriate because she is, as she's been in it, I mean, she's tied to so many incredible product or projects. And I think that, uh, it's absolutely the right decision to get her on there. And uh, so great representation on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for our Walking Dead universe. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the, the, the week in a nutshell. And um, there's a lot. There's still so many things to talk about. And I feel like I've been under a rock because I haven't been able to get out and, and talk as much because I haven't had the... Uh, haven't had the computer to do it. So now that we're back, we will make sure that we're doing this a lot more often. So, you know, make sure that you, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, you know, make sure you subscribe. We'll, we'll see if we can get some cast members, uh, to do some interviews in this, this hiatus period. It's always, it's always fun to hear what they're talking you know, hear what they're up to and what they're working on. And, you know, obviously they can't give us any trade secrets about what's coming, but it's always fun to, uh, pick their brains as they're in the off season and can kind of reflect on, um, you know, for the walking dead cast, it's, it's, you know, what they did with 10 C and what they did in season 10 as a whole. And for fear, the walking dead, uh, you know, reflecting on season six, which was, you know, incredible. And, uh, we might even be able to get some, uh, world beyond people on to talk about you know, what they're excited about as they head into season two. So, uh, make sure if you haven't subscribed yet that you subscribe and uh, send any questions. If you have any questions or, or comments or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, make sure you send them my way at Sarah Beth Pollock on Twitter and um, be, I would be happy to answer them for you. So as always, I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around and um, just want to wish you uh a welcome back. I missed all of you and I'm really excited to, to keep going with the podcast. So for now, I will invite you to uh, just always remember to stay safe, wash your hands and watch out for those walkers. Thanks everybody.